as you said, it's probably a good. Uh, you could probably use this for the following holidays. The yeah, the whatever it. holidays you celebrate, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, New Year's, they're all going to be probably pretty Heck, useful. Even birthdays. Yeah, because this would be a great birthday. I mean, let's 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 be honest. Thanksgiving and all these subsequent holidays have a lot of the similar characteristics: travel, family food and fighting no no saying uh so hopefully <laughs> i maybe I should have, yeah i should have said and, a lot yeah, of sedentary uh, kind uh, of behavior exactly there we go um so uh thanksgiving actually is probably one of the highest i googled like uh thanksgiving survival guide and it literally there's this whole bunch of articles about why thanksgiving is like one of the not to damper anything but one of the uh, most deadliest holidays. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. We have a timely episode for you today. Uh, if you're here into this, hopefully it's before turkey day and we're talking about thanksgiving here in the united states because we might have international listeners yeah i know for a fact that we do so yeah we're talking about turkey day i.e thanksgiving and we're going to give you a little bit of a survival a thanksgiving fitness survival guide it's kind of a holiday fitness survival guide you can probably use this for other holidays you would definitely apply this to other Mm -hmm. holidays like big day-long holidays Mm -hmm. that are about food (laughs) yeah so fitness and health survival guide i think that's what we're gonna outline for you guys because obviously we'll probably give you some exercise tips but it's really about staying healthy because it's not just all about exercise when it comes to these a lot of mental health too so we're gonna give you some our tips on how we can uh make the 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 holiday as healthy as possible yeah and this has actually become a bit of an annual tradition Mm -hmm. for us the week before thanksgiving we kind of brush off our tips because we are entering this week the same way that you are if you're listening to this podcast we're really trying to figure out how do we approach this week so that we enjoy all the best without sacrificing our health and well-being mm-hmm. yes so we'll get to that shortly but before that we want to thank you guys for tuning in this week sharing the podcast with a friend and leaving those ratings and reviews we know you're doing it and if by chance well i'm sure you know really random chance that you haven't done either of those please do so rating review and share the podcast that would yes. be greatly appreciated so training recaps would you yes. like to go first or second i'll go So this was my third or fourth week where I had four to five days of like training. But this week I had to take things a little bit easier um, because I slept really bad (laughs) for several nights and so did you. Mm -hmm. Um, But I still pushed myself most of the days this week to get up and do something. Um, I will say that my training today, which I am so sore from, was an hour of scrubbing 
my shower. Yeah. I've literally mm-hmm. been like trying to psych myself up for it all week because I had to scrub every little nook and cranny of our tile floor in the shower. Our, we have a all tile shower. Mm-hmm. For anybody else who knows that pain, yeah, my back and shoulders are killing me right now. But great arm workout. <laughs> it was a real test of endurance. Mm. So I'm happy. My other days, I did, um, I did some bar workouts, some Pilates workouts, and some yoga. So a lot of strength and mobility focused yep. training this week. Yeah, I would say uh, we'll we'll share why uh, we had some rough nights of sleep. We. <laughs> Our dog was having some issues in the middle of the night for three, or, you know, three separate nights or three consecutive nights, I should say. And so we finally, after the third day, we were like, "Oh, this is some. Uh, this seems to be too much of a coincidence." So we took her in, and we found out that she has diabetes. Yep. So um, very seemed to be out of the blue for us um, and for her. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, you know, we're glad we, we took her in. It actually, it could have been more serious. They tested her for another disease called Cushing's disease. Luckily, she does not have that. So, as you said in your text, you put it well. You know, you never thought you'd be as happy to say it's just diabetes. Yeah. Know? So, um, for her, and it's, uh, I don't know how common it is in dogs. Or, I mean, I know, I know she's getting said older. Cushing's was common. Right, and uh, and I know especially for Cushing's for Jazz her age, um, so um, I don't know if this something comes along because her diet really hasn't changed, and she she's doesn't actually, eat bad. No, she's getting more exercise than she was. You know, they told us on her annual trip about six months ago to you know to lose a few pounds, and we've been trying to be cognizant of that. So um, this is something that maybe it's breed centric or whatnot, but. She's on insulin shots for the the probably the the from here on out. Future, I'm gonna yeah. say, I'm gonna say so, and uh, she's dealing with it pretty well. So that's another little that's a little health update that's for a, the yeah, life update. the uh, the silent partner of this podcast, I guess. Or sometimes <laughs> not so silent. silent. Yeah, sometimes not so silent. Um, but for my training, also kind of to echo Shannon's, the the lack of sleep was really a tamper on me trying to get up and. Do some uh, workouts in the morning. Still got two bikes in, a good kettlebell in. Um, Tuesday was actually the first day of the uh, the, the nightly incident, so I didn't get wake, woken up in the middle of the night. So Tuesday I had a great, I had like two separate workouts. Wow. You know, I lifted in the morning here, then I had a bunch of breaks, so I went to the gym. Um, I did a little Stairmaster, did some leg press, actually leg press 500 pounds, which felt pretty good. Um, did a little sauna, did a little swimming. So it was a, it was a productive day. And then of course, then the next couple of days were, were just mostly stretching and walking the dog. Um, so, uh, it was, it was productive to say that, but it was not as kind of uh, strenuous as most weeks just because I was very fatigued. Yes, and goes back to that point that I think we've made before where your fitness does not all come down to just your training. You also really have to meet yourself where you are, whether that's, you know, a certain for ladies certain time of your cycle for just people in general. If you are not getting sleep, like the kind of quality sleep, restful sleep 
where your body is able to repair itself sleep, you need to take that into account. But it doesn't mean also that you have to give up everything. Right. And I will say, I think in the last few weeks, I finally feel like I've resumed some form of what my training used to look like, where it just felt good to always be doing something. Mm -hmm. And even my off days, they really are recovery days. Like I can feel my body needing it. It feels great, and I feel like I'm getting stronger. Awesome, man. I'll be able to scrub so many showers. I know. Dude, you should just get another house with three more showers. That's what you're saying. That's awful. Uh, So, great training recap. Let's get into the Thanksgiving Survival Guide. Now, as you said, it is probably a good... uh, You could probably use this for the following holidays. Yeah, Whatever holidays you celebrate, Hanukkah... Kwanzaa, Christmas, New Year's, they're all going to be probably pretty Heck, useful. even birthdays. Yeah, because... It's going to be a great birthday. I mean, let's 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 be honest. Thanksgiving and all these subsequent holidays have a lot of the similar characteristics. Travel, family, food, and fighting. No, I'm not saying... Uh, <laughs> So hopefully, I, maybe I should have yeah, said and, a lot yeah, of sedentary uh, kind uh, of behavior. Exactly. There we go. Um, so uh, Thanksgiving actually is probably one of the highest. I Googled like uh, Thanksgiving survival guide and it literally there's this whole bunch of articles about why Thanksgiving is like one of the, not to damper or anything, but one of the... Uh, most deadliest holidays, and I think we talked about this a little bit. It's oh, like, yeah, I think it made an appearance on like a list or yes, something. Yes, because really the top of the list is why is is for car accidents, is travel, people driving. So yeah. whether it be driving to somewhere or driving from somewhere after drinking, um, so that's kind of uh, that's the top list, and then they go down from like. ER visits for cuts or burns or fires <laughs> and all this stuff. Needless to say, if you've uh, never fried a turkey before, don't start this don't year. Start. Okay, or yeah. at least get somebody who knows what they're doing. For God's sakes. So, but this survival guide for us, I think, is going to be more centered around your your fitness and health. So, um, which not that those things aren't, but a little less, you know, uh, harmful. Yeah, a little less Safety. harmful things. Um, so, my first tip actually begins before the holiday. Um, this is something I think that can help reduce stress, especially on the day of the holiday. Um, and I would say I'm not the biggest participant in this, but I think trying to prep the day before for yeah. the next day. So whether it be, you know, packing bags, whether it be getting things organized or prepping the food, you know, trying to cook everything, you know, Thanksgiving, a big cooking holiday, trying to cook everything day of or waking up at 6 a.m. to do things, you know, it's tough. So um, really try to, I would say, do much prep as you can the night before in order to reduce stress um, the day of. Yeah, and I mean, it's like down to if you, you know, if you're traveling on Thanksgiving, then getting your everything situated so that you don't have to think about anything. That's pretty much just standard when you travel anywhere, but... It also comes down to if you are packing up a car, especially, um, pack your car the night before. Right. Like, 
when you've got so much time, like I know for us this year, it's going to be getting our dog, our child, mm-hmm. us, all the food that we're trying to bring to my parents before the parade starts mm-hmm. because the parade's my favorite part. Yeah. So um, do do as much as you can the day before. Like right. they're all the cooking, all the baking, yes, but even go as far as to like throw a bunch of stuff in the car before, prep things, get together, you know, your bottles of water and anything else you might need. Prep is super important. That's right. So uh, I think we should always talk about or also talk about prepping your body. So I'd say the day of, morning of the holiday, what would you say is most important as far as movement-wise? Um, honestly, I would say stretching mm-hmm. would be more like important before you're going to sit for a long time. Yep. Because if you did a strength workout the morning before Thanksgiving or something that was really strenuous on your muscles, then you go sit for three or four hours and your body just cramps up. That sounds awful. Yeah, I think it depends. I think I would definitely put stretching at the top. Like if you can only do one um, before yeah, you have you to have travel, to make sure you do I would say lots of stretching. Yeah, because I think that's great for, especially if you're traveling, sitting a lot. Um, but say you're not. Say you're hosting. You're at the house, and you get to be, you know, choose to be a little bit more strenuous. I think a great cardio session would be uh, in order. And then you can do both. You can do strength and cardio co- combined in like a hip stretching workout. And cardio. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, I think stretching is non-debatable. Definitely get a good stretch in. I, we always recommend the 10 minutes stretch. Hey, if you're still doing the ATF pre-holiday season uh, yeah, challenge. Yeah, you can carry that baby right keep on Keep carrying through. on. You know, usually we stop at Thanksgiving, but if you would like to keep going, we more encourage you to do so. Um, so, uh, but... I think I think a good cardio session. Everybody loves a turkey trot. A lot of turkey trots go off on Thanksgiving, whether it be a run or something like yeah. that. Maybe you don't get that time out to run. Maybe a thirty-minute session on the bike, like we have here, or so nice. create a twenty-minute, you know, uh, hit workout. Uh, if you need some exercise suggestions, I mean, uh, a twenty-minute one is forty on, twenty off, times five different exercises. I would go push-ups. Squats, bridge, dead bug, and fifth exercise. What do you think? Plank. Plank. There we go. Push-ups, squats, dead bugs, glute bridge, plank. Boom. It's even. That's even like you start standing and then you go to the ground. So it's almost yeah. like it was meant to be. Yep. Forty like on, twenty that. off. Times four rounds. For those five exercises. Boom. There you go. And if you want to add weight, if you've got weight, do so. Okay? There's a little workout for dog. you guys. So pick up your kid. I think that's kind of the movement wise. What about a mental workout? You think meditation? Um, I would say if you if you practice meditation, if that is a tool in your toolbox, then doing a meditation in the morning. Before you really start your day, I think it would be a beautiful way to start your holiday. Uh However, I do think, unless you are experienced at meditation, holiday is probably not the best day to to try to start that practice. But a mindfulness, a good mindfulness session 
where you sit and I would especially say like use like a guided mindfulness because right. your brain's going to be going everywhere on a holiday. Um, just use that to get into your body. Like it's one of the reasons I really like yoga because in a, in a way it's like a mindfulness practice as well as a physical practice when you do um, the asana with the, the breathing and everything. But mindfulness is going to help you just sort of calm, come into that, that nice positive place of right now, hopefully, and adding in, hopefully you finish your mindfulness practice with like three things you're grateful for. That is going to start your Thanksgiving, your holiday off on such a good note. You're going to be calmer. You're going to be centered. You're going to have a clear head. You're going to be able to process all the things coming at you. And chances are you're going to be a lot less stressed as you go throughout your day. Yeah, you kind of stole the idea right on my head. The gratefulness. List things you're grateful for. No better time to do it than Thanksgiving. So um, I know we put that out there once again pre-holiday season ATF challenge, but um, I think doing it on Thanksgiving is super important because you kind of, you remind you what the day is really about. So yeah. uh, I think that's a great thing to do. Um, uh, gosh, I had another idea. What was my other idea? Oh, so we talked about movement. We talked about mental fitness. I think let's talk about what everybody's wondering about nutrition. I mean, the holiday. Um, I looked at a couple different articles and it said they estimate anywhere thanksgiving the day can have anywhere from 3000 to 4500 calories people oh. consume you know they say the meals probably 2 to 2500 itself um so that's a lot of calories that's you know a lot. You, you normally a whole day is 2000 calories if you're getting in one meal or more um that's a lot so some suggestions is first of all not that you should just succumb to eating bad or eating a lot. I would say realize eat like a holiday on the holiday, right? Yeah. So maybe enjoy don't don't get too hung up about not about how many portions you're eating and whatnot. If you choose to portion your food, that's great. If you choose to just have some portions now, maybe save for leftovers because you love leftovers, that's good too. But I would say I'm always a big proponent of eat like the holiday on the holiday. That way you don't have to continually splurge days after. I would I would give a modification for that. Okay. Because I think more so than ever, when you have just meal after meal of succulent food that you just want to devour, I would say try to pace yourself more so than other times and start with small portions. You know, like I think it's it's like our automatic. We go up and we're like, give me a huge heap of this. Give me mm -hmm. a huge heap of that. You can go back for more if you're hungry, but the biggest like pain point, literally pain point, is that we overeat at these meals. So it's not just that the food is richer. Like I'm saying, enjoy the food to your point. It's a holiday. You may not only, you may only get this once a year. Right. Enjoy that food, but go at it with a little bit of awareness and just take it a little slower than maybe your eyeballs and your stomach is telling you. And take some smaller portions if you can. 
try to take small bites. I actually learned a really good tip when you have to try and eat slower. Mm -hmm. Because for anybody who hasn't heard it before, it takes your stomach at least 15 minutes to register it's full, which means there's a lot of food you can, you know, shove down your throat between 15 minutes. Yep. So if you actually use a fork in your left hand, knife in your right hand, but actually try to put the food, pile your like upside down fork. This is what the aristocrats used to do in England to moderate their eating. They would put everything on the end of their fork, which you can't, you cannot pile. If you have your fork kind of upside down, Mm -hmm. like when you go like cut a steak or something, right? Okay, I'm listening. You put the food on the end of there. You can't balance that much on there and you you take that as your bite. Sounds like a challenge. It's a challenge. It is a real challenge, but it also forces you to eat slower. So when I need to eat slower, I actually have tried that before and it works every time. I feel like I can just use mashed potatoes to stick everything together. <laughs> I to mean, I, I, have, I have tried to like make a small mountain but I mean, it, that takes you a while. You try, you can mm-hmm. do it, but like it's going to take you a little bit of time. It's a good way to savor your food. You know, if, if you're feeling a little self-conscious at the table, right. maybe you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's just however you can help yourself slow down. Right. That's going to trigger you to be a little bit more cognizant when your stomach says, whoa, put the brakes on, I'm good. My suggestion is, like, uh, I think that's a good suggestion, especially for portion control, because it's always a challenge for people. But I'd say minimize alcohol intake, because the more yeah, alcohol you drink, down. more usually it stimulates your hunger. Um, and then not only that, but the next day is going to be brutal. Um, and plus, if you're around family, alcohol-fueled sometimes arguments get heated, Heated. you know, so (laughs) let's try to minimize that, you know, that's some extra calories you don't need, and also it doesn't help you at all, maybe makes you a little bit of a social lubricant, but there's a delicate, there's a thin line sometimes people go over, especially when family is involved, so I would say just, you know, minimize that intake, and maybe don't worry too much about the, the other stuff on your plate. Yeah. But like Shannon said, upside down fork technique. Give it a shot. I'm telling you, I it's <laughs> I read that in a book and it has been very handy. Mm-hmm. So that's it. You got any other tips for their survival? I do actually. Just well, let me one after you have your big meal, instead of like immediately unbuttoning your pants and kicking back in like a recliner somewhere and watching football, dear God. Please Go outside, spend some time outside, take a walk, visit a park. If you don't have a park, just walk around the block a couple times. Whatever it is, if you've got a dog, take the freaking dog for a walk, do something. But get outside before you glue yourself to the television. That little bit of activity is going to help your body a lot. It's going to help move the food through your digestive system it's going to help that kind of combat the, everybody says, oh, the tryptophan, the tryptophan. But, oh, it's actually because you probably ate twice your normally yeah. daily calorie right. intake. So let's be realistic here. Mm-hmm. So No, yeah, we've been doing that after the last couple of holidays. And it's, it's really good. It's nice. I highly agree. 
I, I'm just going to say, too. but I'm going to be, my pants are going to be unbuttoned before we start eating. So I'll just have to. <laughs> you'll have to button them back yes, up. Yes, before we go. Anyway. You wear elastic pants. That's true. <laughs> I do wear sweatpants to family functions. So. <laughs> That'd be really, mm-hmm. really fashionable. So that's the survival guide, the holiday survival guide. You guys can use it for Thanksgiving and the subsequent holidays. Let me know. Boom. Fist bump. I know what's happening. So hopefully you guys are pumped for those survival tips. And hopefully you're about to be pumped with some of the stuff that's got us pumped. Because we're going to share it with you to get you pumped. There's a lot of pumps in there. A lot of pumping. I'm going to leave that one. So, <laughs> so let that one go. It's a family show. Um, so... I'm going to go first for what's got me pumped. Um, One of the big things we we talked about, grateful, you know, writing down things which you're grateful for, holiday seasons, um, or kind of related to that in the holiday season, one thing I'm always huge on is trying to, you know, uh, help others, you know, trying to really give to others. and, And these last couple of years have been super hard on people, you know, and now we're talking about inflation going up and things like that. Prices of goods and foods are going up. It's hard to find cranberry sauce, yada, yada, yada. Um, but there's still always the less fortunate people that can't afford Thanksgiving dinners or dinners in general. Um, you know, I wish I was probably better all year round about donating food to charities that help these people. But especially during the holiday seasons, Shannon, I, and Ella are uh, making a conscious effort to collect uh, food donations for Metropolitan Ministries, which is a local charity here in Tampa um, that basically feeds people throughout the holidays, throughout the year, honestly. But they have really big uh, food drives during the holiday seasons. Um, So we've been contributing to that. Ella's been doing a great job. Her school did a drive, and she contributed to that. And then her and I have been going to the grocery store. I've had a couple clients grab, uh, donate some goods and I dropped off. So that's what's got me pumped. I'm going to be, you know, keeping this going through basically till Christmas Eve, the week of Christmas Eve, um, or the week of Christmas, I should say. Um, so um, I think it's important. Uh, I'm grateful for the fact that we're able to do this. We're in the position to do this because, honestly, it's it's... Money-wise, yes, it's a little bit of extra money, but it's also, but it's it it's so much more rewarding to do this because um, we know that we, you know, we're we're in the place where we can we can contribute to other and help basically people have a Thanksgiving dinner, you know. Yeah. So it's super. It, it's something that uh, I'm big on, a big believer in charity um, and helping others. So. I think that it's great sharing that with Ella and we're sharing it with Ella and hopefully you guys will do the same. Let's get you pumped, babe. Well, mine feels very selfish after that. You should have gone first. Um, <laughs> well, somebody <laughs> jumped in there. Um, you know, this week, I know I've talked about this app before. I think maybe I've mentioned this before, but I really used this this past week because as you heard, we had some trouble sleeping, mm-hmm. and I also had um, I had just like colds as well, and just had trouble you know, even feeling like I could get to sleep. I used the Calm app, um, which is my mindfulness app of choice, and they have these um, sleepscapes, which are... I 
I have to pull up this name because I'm going to butcher it if I don't. Um, so when you go into Calm, I'll pull it up here and everyone will hear. Always. It makes the sound that I have on here, which is the ocean. But you can go to sleep. I can't get it to shut up. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so there are some there are some sounds. I personally like crackling fireplace. Um, but there are also some stories. And I have listened to several of the stories and found them incredibly um, relaxing. But I listened to, I think his name is, is it Reggie John pa John Page? Reggae John Page? I do not know. I don't know. If you've seen Bridgerton, the Netflix Netflix show, yep. Bridgerton, uh, it is the Duke of Hastings, um, of a very sexy man with a very lovely voice. And, I mean, you just, you want to be lulled to sleep by him. <laughs> so there's one, so, um, one story in here that he does, and it's great. So between that and the fireplace, I had some lovely sounds to go to sleep. To sleep to and at least at least there was that nice yep i definitely think those are those apps are worth talking about multiple times so uh if you have mentioned it good because you can't say enough good things about them yes so a subscriber by the way there so, you go i don't know what's available anymore in the free version but mm -hmm. uh so you guys got your survival tips for the holidays uh if you have any you'd like to share with us leave them in the rating review you guys are about to leave an apple podcast store and don't forget share the podcast with a friend got anything else for them this evening no i will just say um we are very grateful for all of you listeners who whether you've just discovered us now or you have come back multiple times to listen to us, we so truly, sincerely appreciate you listening and we'll keep working to deliver great podcasts for you guys in the future. Well said. This has been another edition of the Addicted Fitness Podcast and we'll check it next time. Bye. For all things Addicted Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at The ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.